Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Region Unlocked, a podcast brought to you by two brothers bonded by video games. Where where are we? <laughs> Japan and Lafayette, Indiana. Welcome to Region Unlocked Season 2. Thank you, Mark, for that wonderful intro. Of course. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, <laughs> to Region Unlocked. Uh, Jake, how are you? I'm doing okay, Cameron, as usual. It's good yeah. to sit down and talk about video games. It always is. So yeah, it is. What's new in your life? Well, as you know, I've been teaching quite a bit. Um, it's a very busy week, and more recently, I'd say, for the past few weeks, my students have been bringing in Animal Crossing to play on their Switch. Yeah. And because Nintendo is just so popular here, it's almost everyone, even some of the parents are bringing it in too. Nice. So in Japan, it's called Dobutsu no Mori, which means animal forest. Mm-hmm. So there's a slight uh, change there, but it's been fun talking with the kids about, you know, like, oh, when did you catch this fish? And oh, did you catch this one already? And oh, how did you get this? So it's, it's been a fun bonding moment with my students talking about Animal Crossing. Do their islands look nicer than yours? Uh, yes, they look significantly nicer. Uh, <laughs> just saying. I will put that right out there. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, when we have guests, I like to ask, what is your favorite game of all time? I forgot to ask you last week. So, not just PlayStation, just any game. Just of all time. So, uh, I would say I would go back and forth between two games. But I will give you an answer. So, so the first would be uh, Final Fantasy IX, which I touched on last week, yeah. which I have just played the crap out of. <laughs> um, but probably my, probably my favorite game is uh, The Witcher. Oh, really? Um, Ooh, on the Xbox nice. One. That is probably my all-time favorite game. It just has so many... It, it's almost like... Play, it, it really is like playing through a movie, I would say, with the cutscenes and just the, the story is so amazing. Um, twists and turns, depression, excitement. It has all these things. But I, I it, it's such a long game. I still have not replayed back through it, but it is probably on my short list of games to play through for, you know, for a second time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a good I've, one. I've got it. I just, I can never. You, you said you you started it, right? You said, oh, the controls are too complex for me. No, they're just it's clunky starting out. I mean, but a lot of games are as you get into them. You got to learn all that stuff again. It's just, yeah. don't want to commit. But it's tough when you got games like that that are so, like, lengthy. Yeah. That's the thing with me for it's for TV shows, books and video games. If a game is super long and I have trouble getting into it in the first two hours, I have the hardest time. Yeah. You know, pressing forward. I understand. But the but the Witcher, I mean, you've watched like the TV series. Yeah, right, I loved the show. OK, come on. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right. So. Let's go ahead and get into it. Last week, we were talking about the origins of the PlayStation 1 and, and got into the PS2. We mentioned some games, but didn't really dive into it. So today, we don't have a lot of structure. We're just going to 
kind of look at our favorite games that we played, what they meant to us, why they were so good, some standout moments, and uh, yeah, just go from there. So I'll just throw it out to you guys. Say, uh, one of you, shout out a game and let's talk about it. I'll let you go first, sir. All right, let's see. Uh, One game. Okay, well, since I'm in Japan and we can get some cultural education here, I'm going to talk about a game called Mr. Mosquito. You ever heard of that one? No. No, absolutely not. (laughs) It's an import game. Uh, The first one made it over to the U.S. It was one of those blue disc games that was really loud when you play it. But uh, anyway, that's another thing. It's about this mosquito. Very Japanese. And you enter... Uh, this house, this this family's house for a summer, and to survive, you have to go through the different rooms and suck blood from them in whatever uh, venue they're in. And of course, the issue and the peril comes from them trying to attack you and spray pesticides at you. But it's quite fun, and it's one of my favorites, even though it's a very strange game. Uh, <laughs> but there's a game called Mr. Mosquito, where you play as a mosquito and you suck blood from this family and you do that to survive the winter and you have to uh, suck so much and there's a lot of like you know (laughs) bonuses and stuff you can unlock like different skins and stuff that makes it look very japanese but there's a ps2 as you were talking through that and describing it i i feel like i've at least seen if not played that game because i started to have like visuals coming back to me Really? That's awesome. Of this. Yeah. And it would put you in like different scenarios. Like they're on a, on a pool, like in a floaty or something. You'd have to yeah. like land on their legs. And didn't it give you different points of the body you had to suck blood from? Yes. That's exactly it. Oh my gosh. You've yeah. played it. I've I, I never met have. another person who's, who's played that before, but that's exactly it. And depending on like the different <laughs> spots, it's like there's more danger. And then they like chase yeah. you around like this giant or something. But... Uh, you said it came over as like a blue disc, and then you you just kind of skim past that. But what is? I, I do not recall that. You said it's much louder than a normal game. Oh yeah, the blue bottom discs. I don't know the technical details, Cameron. You might, but some of the PS2 games were packaged as blue discs, quote unquote, meaning they were like blue, the bottom of them, and they were much louder in the drive when you played them. Does that mean anything to you? No, I feel like if you were listening. If you wanted a game with high sound, it'd be like a, a racing game. Yeah. Or like a game with explosions, not a mosquito sucking blood kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. But some of the games were these blue discs. And when you played them, like the fan would like move much louder. And the PS2 system would be like working much harder. It would just, it would sound a lot tougher on the system when you played them. I don't know, but some of them I okay. played. I thought you meant like the actual audio from the game would be way <laughs> no, louder. No, the console. Oh, okay. no, yeah, no, it was it was the it was the actual um, disc itself. But I, I mean, got you. That makes more yeah. sense. I was like, why would they just blast this mosquito-sucking blood noise? Because it has to be dramatic. But now that you mention it, it was, like, epic. Like, this epic orchestra music would play if you got chased around. It would make it seem... Like it was a movie or something. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so I just looked that. it up, and I don't know how accurate this is, but it says the blue discs were CD-ROMs, while a silver disc was a DVD. Oh. And I, I don't know any more than that. So maybe it's just production costs, things like that, changing maybe. up their, their style. 
Huh. Okay. Some of them didn't work even when I tried to play them. Maybe it hmm. was like a model or a version thing. Oh, well. The past is in the past. Mark, tell us about a good game from PS2 that you had. I'm a, I have a little list here. So I'm, I would start with uh, Need for Speed Underground 2. What are you, Cameron? I can see Cameron, but the people listening to this can't see Cameron. What are you shaking your head about? No, just, I love this game. And it's okay. just funny because, like, I've never cared about any Need for Speed games outside of this game. But for some reason, I think, I remember in middle school, you and I sat at this table in art class, and there's this other kid who had it. And he must have just talked about it so much that we all decided to play it too. Yep. And. Oh my gosh, that game, I, I can't describe it. It was so gorgeous, for one, because it was all it all took place at night. And yeah. so because of that, all the neon really popped. And Yeah, and it was like a game where you could fully customize like your car mm-hmm. and, and put decal. It was like the first game where you had just total control over your car. Yeah. Um, but, but So I have two stories with this game about how I got it specifically. Okay. And the... The first is, uh, you know, when you were that age, you know, you'd have your friends over and they would bring their favorite game over and you'd play that for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. And then you'd like switch and you'd show them the game that you wanted to, that, that you'd been playing or whatever. Right. And sometimes that led to a purchase of your friend's game eventually. <laughs> so I had Cameron over and another fr- uh, friend at the time who I'm going to guess we don't drop names or anything on this. <laughs> no need. On this podcast. <laughs> uh, so this the, the third kid came over, brought Need for Speed Underground 2, and we played it for a couple hours. And I don't know what happened, if there was a fight or an argument, but I remember at some point this kid picked up a pool ball like a, from the pool table and chucked it across my house and it hit the wall and my mom kicked everybody out. <laughs> but I remember thinking like, I didn't want to stop playing Need for Speed Underground 2, but somehow this fight started. Somebody threw a freaking pool ball. And so I ended up going to try and purchase this game. And my mom was still mad about the whole situation. And she said like, I'm not buying this game for you. So... You can figure out another way to get it or borrow it from another kid or whatever. So I went on like some some online game trading service. And it was like a thing where you just like made a mutual agreement that I'm going to send you this game. Like you plugged in the game you, you were willing to ship and you plugged in the game you wanted back. Mm-hmm. And you would just like come to like a, a handshake agreement to send these. So I sent him some game. Some kid in, like, Pennsylvania. I sent him a game. He was supposed to send me Need for Speed Underground back. He never did. And eventually, like, after months of of waiting for this, I told my mom about it. Well, my mom looked up this kid, this kid's mom online or something, Hmm. found his his name and figured out who his parents were. And he called, or my mom called this kid's mom (laughs) and was like, hey, your son was supposed to send my son a video game, but he never did. And, and, like, this kid's mom was like, well, I'll ground him, and that video game's in the mail, like, tomorrow. And then, <laughs> oh like, gosh. a week later, I had Need for Speed Underground, too. They <laughs> saved mom. That's awesome. Janet with the save. 
But no. I, I think the, the coolest thing for Need for Speed Underground 2 for me was that there was a mode where you, like, drag raced. Yeah. Mm. And there was nothing like... Um, you know, you didn't have to worry about corners or any of that. You just had to worry about shifting gears and, like, yeah. swerving in and out of, like, four lanes of traffic. Right. Mm. And I remember that was so cool to, like... You'd hit those perfect shifts or whatever, and you'd you get, like, little jolts of speed. Mm-hmm. I remember loving that mode. Nice. Yeah, that game was good. Just hitting the NOS. And yes, and yeah, NOS. It had a, a solid soundtrack, too. I remember that. <laughs> but, yeah, the customization was really what sold it getting the cool cars and throwing the new trim and neon and and colors on there and was it you that threw the pool ball i don't remember (laughs) i remember it was it was between me and that kid Um, let's say it was let's say it was him (laughs) but uh i remember it got hard at the end where there was like these seven lap races where you had to win and it'd be like a, a 20 minute race and yeah. they'd be so hard because you'd be, you'd win for six laps and then just clip a corner wrong on that last lap and have to do it all over again. And yeah. I don't remember if I ever actually beat it. I think I got stuck on like the last race of that game. Huh. Yeah, I feel like the game was built like if you were way behind, it would give you a window to catch up. But if you were ahead, like everybody was on your butt. It didn't matter how perfect you raced. Yeah. Um, they were right behind you. So that made it super hard. Like if you were ahead, you couldn't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made it that that gave it that level of degree of difficulty, which for me. I never, I hate to play a game and not finish it, and it would just drive me crazy. Like, I would I would do those 20-minute races and lose and be so frustrated. I mean, that's probably why I have so many broken controllers, like I was talking about last episode. But That's probably it. I just couldn't put it down. Wow. I remember playing that game with you, Cameron, Need for Speed Underground. Oh, yeah? Yep, that was one of those games that you rented when I came over to visit. And because every time I visited you, the TV that we used would cycle between your room, the living room, and the basement. <laughs> okay. I don't remember where we played it, but I remember being so frustrated, like almost hating that game because you were so good at it. Yeah. That was as good as Mark, though. <laughs> it was that drag race. It's tough to be. <laughs> that drag race drove me crazy. You'd, be, you'd get these perfect shifts, and I'd just be like smashing the buttons as fast as I could, getting really angry, not understanding anything, because that's just yeah. the way I am. But, yeah, yeah I, I wish I had some positive memories about this game. Unfortunately, I don't. But I'm sure if I played it again, it would be great. Yeah, that sounds like me. I'd get stomped on by, by friends and then have you over so I could beat you in a game you've never played so I could feel good about myself. <laughs> Jake will be the the guinea pig here. <laughs> yeah, well, there's but Need for Speed Underground, solid game, and I know I played a bit of two after that, but it, it wasn't the same. One mm. one just nailed it. So, Jake, give us another game. I am going to talk about a game called Radiata Stories, which I mentioned last week, and I'm going to talk about it now because it might never be heard about again. Otherwise. What the heck so, is it? Radiata Stories was an RPG that um, was rated pretty high and actually pr- 
pretty amazing game for the PS2, but was not very popular in the US. And it kind of drifted into obscurity, but it was an RPG where you played as this hero named Jack Russell. Okay, he's this teenager. And Is he a dog? It was like, no, his, his name was Jack Russell. And his dad's <laughs> name, funny enough, was Karen Russell. So, haha, okay. dog theme. But anyway, um, yeah, you were a knight, and it was good because this game was so funny. Like, it had this really clever dialogue, and there were all these one-liners. Um, but it was like an anime-style game, and you'd go through this whole uh, world, um, and, you know, it had a pretty standard uh, fantasy kind of storyline to it. But what really set this game apart for me and for a lot of players was its, uh, was its system of building a party. Um, so you could have up to three people, including yourself, in the party. And there were over 175, I think there was 177 in total oh, dang. Um, characters throughout the game that you could recruit. Every one of them had a schedule, um, a personality, a name, uh, a, a, just something unique about them and different stats. So you could recruit all these people and it gave it amazing replay value. And that's why I played it so much, like time and time again, through and through, trying yeah. to get all these 177 uh, people recruited. But I never did. It was just that lengthy, I suppose. But that's what really kept, uh, kept me going back. Um, you could also, if you wanted to like get items out of stuff, like pull something out of a treasure chest or a barrel, you'd kick it. Okay. So like... Yeah, you could kick stuff. You you could kick people and start fights with them. You could kick objects to get stuff out of them. That's pretty true in real life, too. That's true. I mean, <laughs> you, you would start fights pretty easily if you kick someone sometimes. Some people would just be like, go away, and they wouldn't start a fight with you. But <laughs> I suppose it was, so. it was a great game. I'd say that was my most played game of the PS2. Oh, really? Was Radiata Stories. And after it came out, there were a couple of spiritual successors. Um, that came out later from Tri-Ace. By the way, it was uh, published by Square Enix okay. and developed by Tri-Ace, mm. but um, none of the spiritual successors really caught on. So this this is now one of those games that has drifted into the obscurity of the many PS2 titles that are out there, unfortunately. It deserves a shout-out, so I thought I'd give it <laughs> one. But yeah, Radiata Stories, pretty amazing game if you ever get a chance to play it. Whoever's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I just pulled up some screenshots. It looks very like uh, on par with like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, mm. like graphically. Yeah. Yep. It had a similar feel. Hmm. It um, looks really pretty. It was. It had a nice, uh, it kind of kind of a cinematic style. Like there was always a cinematic camera that would follow you around with different angles. It wasn't like just a straight over the shoulder type thing. Yeah. Which made it kind of cool. So you'd get some pretty cool... Uh, screenshots if you would when you were playing cool so yeah rowdy out of stories a game that should have been more than it actually was <laughs> so there's oh, wow. that final fantasy style or i should say final fantasy crystal chronicles style because it was yeah nice yeah rowdy sorry, out of stories. We, sorry we don't have more to to say about that unfortunately no but that's okay mark what do you got <laughs> um my my next one is is uh, near and dear to my heart, but Ratchet and Clank. That's probably a, a good portion of why you and I are our homies, Cameron. Absolutely. We played the crap out of some Ratchet and Clank, oh, and I guess we're 
for, for people that have never played it, it was a third-person shooter. And, and I guess it was, it could also have been a first-person shooter, some of the later, like, additions and sequels and stuff. Oh. You could toggle in between. Huh. But, um, basically a cartoon shooter, third-person, that had a lot of cutscenes that were all centered on humor. And the game would give you, like, over the course of, of your of the entire game, you probably had 15, 20 different weapons that you could equip, and they were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So rocket launchers or, like, certain guns would give you the abilities to turn enemies into, like, sheep or cows. Yeah. Um, it was very silly. Wow. Very silly, like, cartoon third-person shooter. That was also at times a, a platformer, I would say too. Oh, definitely. And it would give you like huh. different puzzles and 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 it, it would stop and make you think at times, and other times it would just tell you to pull out your biggest gun and, and fire away. I would say, but Cameron and I played that game a, a lot, and it, the same same thing I talked about last week. Like you'd either play a mission or you play until you die, and then you hand the controller off and and off we go. Yeah, I when we played this together, I I seem to remember you playing most of it, just because <laughs> I was not good at shooting, especially on a PS2 controller. Yeah, I was real bad at. Actually, I don't even know. Could you even strafe in the first game? I know they later added a lot more finer details to the controls in the later games. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. I remember playing it like at the Target kiosk, and. <laughs> Just like loving uh, the city level, this where you get like the helicopter pack mod on Clank, and just yeah. like how pretty this level was, and playing it. And I remember talking to my dad afterwards, like like he would know. It's like, oh man, <laughs> I hope this game comes to GameCube. Like this is really good. And he's like, yeah, it, it might. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it later became a movie, right? Isn't there a Ratchet yeah. and Clank movie? So Which I've never seen. Yeah, it came out basically alongside of the PS4 game. Okay. And huh. I, I don't know how it was received. I'm sure it was fine. But the PS4 game, I've, I've talked about it on here before, is really, really good. And it, it's basically a retelling of the first game. Okay. From a different hmm. a different character's narrating it, and so he's like telling the story differently, but hmm. is good is which char- which character Captain Quark. <laughs> so, nice, yeah. Captain Quark is just this. I don't know, I don't even know how to describe him. He's just over to be like the, the the public views him as a super superhero, but really he's like a fraud. Is how <laughs> yeah, I would he's just a him. dummy <laughs> yeah. who who loves the media attention. Um, <laughs> so. I've got a, a a stupid story about so I don't I don't know when our friendship with this began Mark like uh, I don't know maybe I'd played it at Target and you were talking about it and we just both started talking about it and you were going to have me over and so I'd never been over to your house before I think this was probably 6th grade but that that weekend uh there's this big motorcycle trade show in Chicago that my dad and I would go to and it happened to be like that Saturday we were in Chicago and you had invited me over that night. And so just that whole time I'm at this awesome trade show having 
what should be a good time with my dad. But the whole time I'm just like, can we, can we get going? Like Mark invited me over. Like I want to be able to get to Mark's tonight, but we were in Chicago and I was just a jerk. Like I was the poster <laughs> child of why you shouldn't have kids. <laughs> just like annoying. Like let's, let's go. Well, I, come on. We, we've seen all the motorcycles. Let's go home. And I, I sucked. And even near the end of the trade show, they always have like a cool stunt show. And they had like the giant circular cage, you know, where they have a bunch of dirt bikes, Mm. like going in upside down and all around, not crashing into each other. That was the finale. And we, we left because of that, or we left before we even got to see that because I was being such a butt. Like, (laughs) let's go. This sucks. Like, let's go. Even though it was all so cool. It was all this cool stuff. It's like, I, I got to go to Mark's. We're going to play video games. And then, like, as we were leaving, I was like, oh, good. We, I get to go. And my dad's just like, no, you're not going over there. Like, you were awful. Like, we're just going home. And I remember I just felt terrible. It's like, I can't believe I complained all day and then didn't even get to go to Mark's. I didn't even get to see this awesome stunt show. But uh, that that was the the origin of us hanging out playing PlayStation games. Oh wow, the drama! Yep. Kids are stupid. Dang it! Can't go to Marks. <laughs> sorry, sorry to, to all middle school kids that are listening. So uh, think about the way you're coming across to your parents because it might be awful. Yes, you you will come to regret it one day. <laughs> <laughs> now is your opportunity to see if you've got the stuff heroes are made of. This infobot contains coordinates to Quark's secret base. Can you quickly conquer Quark's killer cannonade of confounded contraptions? Can you quickly quark? Can can you quarkly quit? Oh, just make your way through the defenses to the center of the base. Prove yourself. Learn the secret and earn your place in galactic history. Consult your doctor before attempting any strenuous exercise. Not responsible for death or dismemberment. Your results may vary. Jake, you got another game? Uh, yeah. I've got several. This was quite a collection, I should say. Mm-hmm. I really got, at some point, into um, RPG Maker games, which are not very good now that I look back at them. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, horror games. So, like, like Silent Hill oh. and Fatal Frame. Yeah. I got super into those games, and people thought I was so weird because of that. I mean, they think I'm weird for other reasons. But, like, right. that was one thing I couldn't talk about with my friends was how much I loved Fatal Frame, which is, to this day, probably one of the creepiest video games I've ever played. In fact, it might be the creepiest video game I've ever played. Ooh, tell me about it. But uh, Fatal Frame? Yeah. It, it's, um, it's a Japanese horror game, and... The Japanese horror genre is different than the American horror genre, all right? First off, it's a lot... I don't know. I I can't explain it. It just feels creepier to me. Uh, Less gore and more, like, haunting type stuff. Psychological. Yeah, it's it's all psychological. So you you play as this... um, You you play as this girl, and you enter this uh, um, mansion to search for her brother. This haunted mansion that's been abandoned for years. And as you're there and walking around... You find out that this mansion was the site for this ritual mm-hmm. where, like, these human sacrifices took place. And you occasionally get, like, jump-scared with these ghosts that would just pop out of nowhere and try to attack you. And the only defense you had against them was this, like, old-fashioned camera 
mm-hmm. and you take pictures of them. And when you use the camera, it went to first person mode. So like if a ghost just popped out of nowhere, you'd see this like really creepy face just right in front of you. You have to take a picture of it. And that's what made that game so creepy is like everything's dark and all of a sudden there's just this ghost. And it's not like this cutesy ghost. It's like this creepy severed head type thing. Huh. You know, it's 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 serious. But um, yeah, your only defense was this camera. So it's forcing you to look at them. Yeah, it's forcing you to look at them. It really is. So it's creepy. If you don't like that stuff, stay away from it. But (laughs) I, of course, loved it. I bought the sequel, which is hard to find these days, apparently. And several others that went on to future consoles. But yeah, Fatal Frame. There you go. Creepy PS2 game. So you also said Silent Hills, which I don't know a lot about. um, But I just want a tangent. Did you ever watch any gameplay of PT, the PS4 demo that is lost? No, I did not watch that. Okay, so do you know anything really about that? Mm -mm. No, I don't. So Hideo Kojima, who makes Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid, he put out this demo just called PT. And it's this, it's like this standalone thing. It's not really like a short version of another game. It's, it's its own thing. And it's, it's just terrifying. It's hmm. just this looping hallway where you just like keep doing the loop over and over again, but different things happen each time. And it just hmm. like screws with your mind. I get freaked out just watching the gameplay. Like I've watched playthroughs on YouTube and Yikes. and then at the end there's like this secret the super tough code you have to figure out to actually beat the game but then you find out it was all just a trailer for Silent Hills which got canceled and oh. the game the demo was removed from the PS store and because of that only people who have it originally downloaded still have it in existence so if you go on ebay and like look up ps4 with pt they go for Uh like an absurd amount of money because you can't get Uh this anymore and it's like this just incredible rare demo that seems like part of the haunting itself (laughs) it really does (laughs) that's crazy it's it's really like bolstered its legacy because of that huh and then it just was canceled huh um here's just removed oh a cheap one i just found PS4 with PT, 550 bucks. Oh, cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the uh, four-digit ones that you've been finding? Yeah, here's one for 1000 Yeah, they're, they're all pretty high that have it. So it's kind of like a status thing. Like, oh, mine's got PT. Yeah, like it's Just to have it's it, big. a collectible thing. Quite a few. But yeah, I, I highly recommend check out oh, a playthrough on YouTube. And it it messes with your head. I will have to. This <laughs> is right up my alley. All right, perfect. <laughs> right down the creepy hallway. All right. All right, Mark, we got time for about one more. What do you got? Mm. You got to make me pick. There's only one correct uh, answer here. <laughs> is there? Yes. It's, I know what you're thinking. It's Guitar Hero. No. Okay, <laughs> well... Uh, uh, Jack and Daxter. There you go. <laughs> but it's it's so similar to Ratchet and Clank. I feel like it's the same cartoony style. 
uh, game. I would say it's more of a platformer puzzle solver than than a shooter like Ratchet and Clank. But yeah, it, it's very similar in that the the main character is like a hero, and his little sidekick is a goofy, funny character. What is he like? A weasel? Yeah, a little weasel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember the the first game was was like very much puzzle solving platformer. The second game, I think it was the second yeah. game, was was more like Grand Theft Auto. I would almost say yeah, Jack Two is significantly different from Jack and yeah. Dexter. Like you'd have pedestrians riding around on like little hover cars, and you'd jack their rides. Mm-hmm. You had like a skateboard slash grind board. I think maybe it was called that you rode around on. But that game was fun to to put in and just like destroy the town, <laughs> like not necessarily play the actual game, but just like wreck lives, you know, kick people off their bikes, throw them in the water, <laughs> that type of thing. That fits in with my my jerk friend mantra. Right. <laughs> I I thought that game it was like really immersive. I thought especially compared to the first one that Jack two was is dark. It really had just this ominous feel to it with like the city is under occupation by this security force. I don't really remember the details too much, but you know, with the main gameplay mechanic being that Jack turns into dark Jack, which is like this demonic precursor energy, right? Just wrecking people. Yeah. And where, where would you put that? Where would you rank it with Ratchet and Clank? I, I think I w- I'm more of a Ratchet and Clank fan, but I, I do feel like some of that is biased because that's where I started. Like that was the first game that really gripped me, that um, I was really invested in the actual story. And then Jack was almost like a, a game that came in after I'd played Ratchet and Clank so much, I, I couldn't play it anymore. And it was very similar. But I loved, I, I'm not trying to diminish that at all. I love Jack and Daxter. But Ratchet and Clank, I think, was the first game that I played. So it, it kind of stole my heart in that way. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't know quite where I would land on it. I know I've, especially playing Ratchet and Clank on PS4, that's what's fresher in my mind. But I would really like to go back to Jack 2. I do think that, I remember that, isn't there a Jack 3? yeah. And I think I remember being a little disappointed by that game. And I think maybe that's why I would rank Ratchet and Clank above it, too. Yeah, I think I felt similar just because I think the city was like my favorite part of Jack 2. And then Jack 3, you only get to go in the city on a couple missions. And it all takes place in just like this desert town outside of the city. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like sequels or like the, the finale of series try and do too much. And I feel like Jack 3 probably landed where they just tried to implement too much like you were too powerful at times type yeah. thing. Before we get to the next segment or whatever, can I give a quick shout out to this list of games that I that I have here without going into details? Uh, what if we just have you back next week? That works for me, too. All right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll extend the life of the PlayStation episodes a bit longer, and we'll have you back next time and keep talking about these. Because, yes, the, the list you have is good. Uh, it's a lot of multi-platforms, too, so yeah, uh, more broad. By, by the way, the, the last week, them having me on from last week to this week was planned, 
This is not a plan. This is a I've earned it type thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's go ahead and wrap up the game talk for now. We'll, we'll continue next week. But uh, speaking of game, let's take a break and then we'll come back and uh, play uh, another little trivia game with you two. Sound good? Coolio. All right, break. All right, we are back, and we are going to wrap it up with a game. So last week, uh, we we did uh, go on, name them. I couldn't really think of another three categories this week. Uh, So we're going to do PlayStation 20 questions instead. So what that is, is I have a game that is on PlayStation or PlayStation 2. You two need to work together asking yes or no questions to figure out what this game is. I can keep track of the number for you, but basically you've got 19 questions and a guess okay. to, to figure it out. And if at any point you guess the game wrong, you lose. So you have to be okay. confident when you, when you make a submission here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it might be tough being our first time, so I might steer you in the right direction as you go. Okay. <laughs> but you're just trying to narrow down this game that I have. And I will say okay. it, it's not. No, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. I won't give you any hints. Okay. I already know, I already know what it is. Actually, it's it's definitely Mr. Mosquito. Oh no! <laughs> why why do you have to bring no. that game up? You wouldn't have ever got it. <laughs> no, it's oh, not snap. that. Bingo. Right, so one of you go ahead and just start off with a, a yes or no question. Um. Let's see. Confident questions here. What's something that will steer us in the right direction? Okay, I'll start off with one. Is this game a PS2 exclusive? No. Okay. That broadens our horizons. <laughs> um, is this game a, a shooter? No. Hmm. Good question. Getting the genre can be helpful. Yes. Is this game an RPG? No. Huh. Okay. Well, that narrows down our choices. I know that Cameron is not a a, a sports game player, so I'm just going to assume it's not a sports game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's no keeping, I was trying I was trying to get a reaction. He's keeping a pretty good poker face. Hmm. Hmm. Um does this does this game have a, a lead character that is a male? Yes. Let's see. So that's a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I'm sorry. Especially I didn't really that help, help at all. <laughs> we didn't get very uh, diverse until it's recently. not Laura Croft. We know that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Is this a racing game? No. That's five. Okay. Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, is is the lead character a human being? Yes. Oh, if, don't don't give no, me the sarcastic yes. It could have been an alien or a, a, a rat or a mosquito or a lombax. Yes. <laughs> Would you say that the time period takes place in a relatively modern time? No. Oh, that's a good question. Fancy. That was a really. Really good question. Hmm. Okay. 
let's go back to genre here. It's it's not an RPG or a shooter. It's not a race or racing game. Um, is it a platformer? Yes. I don't know uh, that I'd exclusively call it just a platformer, but I it's definitely a, a component. Would the art style be considered non-realistic or kind of cartoony? Mm. No, I would not call it cartoony. Okay. Um, maybe I'm a dummy and I, and I'm, this has already been answered, but when, when Jake asked if it's a PS2 exclusive, mm-hmm. are you, is that referring to, it's not on like the, a Nintendo platform or, or is he saying that's a PS2 game, not a, not a PlayStation one game. I think you need to ask. Okay. okay. Is this a PlayStation two game? Yes. That's 10. Uh, let's see. Is this a game that we talked about? No. Excellent oh, question. Ooh. Man, Jake is so much better than me at this. <laughs> we got to get this. We got to get this, Mark. <laughs> Where uh, are we at? How many questions have we asked? That's 11. Would you say that this was a... Um, is this an obscure game? Or is this what... like a, uh, When you bring up the, the PlayStation 2, this is a, a hit. It's on the top 20 list. That's a tough question, I know. Okay, make that in the form of a yes or no question. <laughs> is this a popular game? Yes. Okay. I feel like all of Jake's questions have been better than mine. You're all you're you're still moving in the right no, direction. Yeah, so we're fine. we're getting this. Oh my gosh! So it's not cartoony. It's modern PlayStation. Haven't talked about it. We haven't even. We, gotten we still the haven't genre. nailed down exactly the genre. We said it's it's somewhat of a platform. Uh, I'll say, pl- I mean, it's it's heavy platforming, but there's other elements to it. Okay. And, heavy platforming. And Jake, you just said something about being modern. I told you no about that. It's not modern time. Oh snap! Okay, well, all right. Uh, let me just switch my mind up here. <laughs> so it's not modern time. All right. But it is realistic. The style is not cartoony. Correct. Okay. Fantastic. Oh, gosh. Jake, Jake is going deep in the archives here. Now I'm trying to think if this is a game I even know. <laughs> um, all right. All right. All right. Was this a third-party game? Are you sure you want to ask that? No, I'm not. Because <laughs> I've already told you already know it's a PS2 game that wasn't exclusive. Okay, okay, yeah, that, that's that's a good point. This is tough. My mind is going blank right now. Like, I'm trying to think of a question to ask, and I'm trying to be fancy about it, but it's not working. Just stick with the basics. Stick with the basics. Uh, is there only one lead character? Define oh, a lead oh, character. Let, let me ask this. Okay. Uh, can you swap between different lead characters as you're playing? No. Does that make sense? No? Yes. Okay. No, you cannot swap. So one lead character. Okay. That's a male. Um, are, are there any sequels or prequels to this game? Yes. Mm. Good one. Yes, there are? Yes. Sequels or prequels. Okay. Man. I, ha- I, I'm, I have no idea. We're moving forward. I just wish we were moving a little faster, you know? 
Don't worry, I'm editing out all these long pauses so it's better for listeners. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to sound beautiful. There's yes. going to be some intense game show music too, right? Sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> how, how many How many are we at, Cameron? You're at 14. And feel free to, to talk to each other here. Okay. All right. Can we, can okay. we confer on questions, questions yeah. that I have? Okay. Yeah, you can talk to each other about what to ask. Okay. Okay. So, so Jake, we still have not nailed down the the genre of this game. It's, it's that's true. Mostly a platformer, but you know, the questions off the top of my head that I that I was going to ask is, is, is it have a shooting element to it? And then the other thing is, there is is there any like multiplayer elements to it? You did already yeah. ask if it was a shooter. That's good, no. multiplayer. Oh, that's the first question I ask. You're right. You're right. So it could have multiplayer elements, but we haven't asked that yet. But then again, if we get a no, that doesn't really help. Right. I feel like since it's not modern time, and it's got like a realistic style, and it's got platforming elements, I'd be afraid to ask if it was a multiplayer or not. But watch, it's going to be like a key one right there. I really want to ask. Oh, go ahead. No, you ask. It's your go. Ask it. (laughs) Be confident, baby. I was just going to say, I really want to ask if this is a game I've played or not. Like, yeah, it's popular, but like, dang, what if I've never heard of this game? (laughs) That's tough. I will will say I don't know if you've played this game. Okay. I will say Mark has. I know Mark has. Oh, now it's on me. (laughs) This okay. Has become a, uh, oh um, no! All right, I've got a question. Does this take place on Earth? Yes. Okay. It's fifteen. Four questions oh. and a guess. On so Earth, it's not it's it's not otherworldly. Humans. Shoot. I'm gonna ask the multi the multiplayer question. Is there a multiplayer element to this, or is it single player only? I'd refer to Jake on that. Before you blow a question. Well, you mean blow, blow a question? A question. <laughs> I'll say Jake is that. A, Jake, I'm, I'm trying to help you here. Jake adequately answered that question already. What did you say, Jake? Did I answer that question already? Yeah. Oh, oh like if we asked it and if it was no, I feel like that wouldn't have got us anywhere. I'm going to guess that there's not a multiplayer element. Okay. I'm going to educate myself. Or I'm going to give an educated guess on that. Okay. Uh, all right. I feel like we're being too cautious here. But on that same token, this could be any game. But, Mark, you've played it before, apparently. I know. That's why this is brutal, because I'm looking at this list of, of things I've circled, and I, it's not adding up to anything. I'd say you even, I know you like this game. Ugh. I feel responsible for our, <laughs> for our fate here. Um... Okay, I'm going to ask this question. I don't know if this is going to help or not, but it's worth it at this point because well, do, do you need we're not to discuss it with Mark first? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let, let's do that. Mark, don't just we... shout out a question. You can agree <sighs> on them. Cameron, is this a video game? That was not a valid question. Do not answer it. Um, okay. Okay. So, Mark, uh, what do you think about asking, can you change the cosmetic appearances? Like with armor and stuff? Uh, sure. Right. I think that's legit. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Can you basically can you change the look of your character? Right. Yeah. 
can you change the look of your character? First off, were we still at? Sorry, we were still at fifteen, right? Yes. I think so. No, okay. we were we were at fourteen, I think. Okay. So your sixteenth <laughs> question, I will say, uh, I'll give you a, s- some information here. No, you cannot change your cosmetics. That was not common in that in that time. I'd say. However, over the course of the story, your outfit will change. Not not up to you. It has story-related reasons that it changes itself. Okay. Interesting. Actually, I'll give you one step more. It doesn't really change. It's just parts of it. You start getting torn away. Get torn away. Oh, I feel like I should know this. But Snap nuggets. Yeah, I... Oh, man. Get torn away. PS2 game. Stuff gets torn away. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't focus too heavily on that. That's just going to distract you. What if you. we asked Jake? It, it was this game towards the first half of the PS2 or the back half of the PS2's like lifeline? I like that. Like, was it earlier or later in the in the was life? Was this of the a PS2? a second half of the PlayStation 2 lifeline game? Okay, I'm going to need you to give me a year. So, oh my God, when was okay? When was the it, PlayStation? It came 2? out. In 2000, to give me a year, and I'll tell you. When when did the like the PS3 come out? Just for a timeline sake. PS3 release date was 2006. Okay, did it come out in the year 2004 or later? No. Mm, early half. So it's an early early half game. Hmm. That's 17. I'm not seeing anything right now to be honest uh yeah i'm I'm not picturing anything all right guys we gotta get going here oh snap um you got two questions and a guess at first i was thinking like oh dark cloud but i'm not thinking it's dark cloud now to be honest dark cloud's one of the games for next episode by the way oh nice spoilers (laughs) spoilers Um, that was a good game uh, let me ask this. So, so we haven't exactly nailed down the the genre, right? No, we haven't. What, so, what questions could we ask to to nail that down? It's not a shooter. It's not an RPG or a racing game. It has a human lead character. It's it's somewhat of a platformer. I'm gonna guess it's probably adventure. Because what else? Like, it wouldn't be a puzzle game. It wouldn't be a sports game. Uh, Cameron, yeah. is this uh, is this an adventure game? Yeah, I'd say so. To help you out, okay. Okay. According to Wikipedia, it categorizes it as an action adventure puzzle platform game. Wow, oh that's four God. genres it's, right there. It's literally like <laughs> you. I, I mean, feel like you're on the cusp of it now. You're this is not uh, eighteen questions. The Legend of Zelda at all. One more question. So we have <laughs> one question and, and the and the guess, right? Correct. Jake, I, I have I have no guesses in my head right now. Right, Sadly, let's... I don't either. But because we're so close and um, we have not gotten as far as we'd hoped, let's just go ahead and like kamikaze it. Let's just boom. Two guesses. We, we could just, yeah, do, do two guesses. We could each just guess one. Or can we only no, get no, one, one guess? You only get one guess. Oh, one guess. Okay, okay. one guess per, 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 so the So let's, let's break us. down what we know. It okay. came out first half of the PlayStation 2's life. 
Yeah. It is action adventure puzzle platformer stars a human male on earth, not in modern times who loses clothing over the course of the game. Not a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, that's that's big. It's got platforming elements, but I guess that kind of falls in the same category. Uh, oh, oh, here, here. Is it rated E? Uh, let me do a double check. I highly doubt it. <laughs> oh, that's a no. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's, uh, it's not rated E. Okay. So... That's it. So we're on. So we're on to the guess. You're on to the guess. We are on to the guess. You're gonna. If you don't figure this out, you're gonna be so mad when I tell you the answer. I can't wait. Uh, Uh, Do you have any kind of guess in your head? No, I not confidently to be honest. We haven't talked about it. I'm trying to think like uh, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. I I, I don't know. Oh, but it takes place on Earth. On Earth. Well, one of them's Middle Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's an earth uh yeah um i don't have any confident guesses right now not gonna lie i don't either maybe i'm just, just being gonna, too cautious you're just gonna are give we, up are we throwing in the towel or do you want to throw a, a some kind of guess out there uh, i want you to get it uh, uh i i don't have anything confident i can okay. go off of. like i, I said platforming is a is a big element okay this is bothering me because I know when you, once you say it. Okay. So as I was saying, you are platforming. And the platforming can be pretty difficult in this game. So difficult that it has uh, plenty of opportunities to give you a second chance. Maybe even a third, fourth, fifth chance to try it again. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Jake. Difficult. I, I think it's a Prince of Persia game. Prince of Persia. Oh gosh, I'd never played that series. Because in those games, you could rewind time once you made a mistake. Like if your if your like meter was filled up enough, uh-huh. you could rewind time if you if you screwed up. So Ooh, if you I like run that. that through the checklist, it's not a shooter. It's not an RPG. I wouldn't say it was on multiple consoles. I believe GameCube yeah. and PlayStation. That fits it. Had it. A male, it had a male lead. It's not a racing game. I think he was human. Mm-hmm. Not yep. modern time. It was a platformer. It's not cartoony. Uh, I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> but all those I'm fit surprised so far. you took notes. That's nice. It had sequels and prequels. The early half, I would say that's probably accurate. Okay. It was very popular. Lock it in, Prince of Persia. Lock it in. Uh, I need you to be a little specific. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. That is correct. Oh, dang. Mark, that was epic. (laughs) Epic detective skills there. I had had help. I handed it to you there at the end. What was the the hint that you gave us there at the end to to break the case? That you can retry those puzzles multiple times. Yeah. That's a a game mechanic. Yeah, (laughs) dude. The Prince of Persia series was incredible. I really struggled with them. Like, not I'm not saying I didn't like them, but I just sucked at those games. Yeah. Like, I would just do the, like, you'd have to, like, run along a wall, grab onto a curtain, jump to another curtain, and then double jump onto a platform. Mm-hmm. And I would just do the same damn thing over and over and die. 
and just like beat my head into a wall during those games. I think I ended up beating all of them, but I just sucked at those games. It just took me thousands and thousands of tries to, to get through. Well, Jeez. they're pretty great. Yeah, Prince of Persia. So that that took forever. I don't know how much editing will will cut that down. <laughs> but uh, if we do it again, just it helps to communicate the whole time. I think you guys went like half the game of not actually talking to each other. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so that is it. Thank you again, Mark, for coming back this week. I guess we'll have you again next week. I kind of forced my way into it, but I'm excited already. Good. I'm glad you're excited. Jake, anything uh, to wrap us up? Anything you need to add? Other than this was fun, and that was quite an epic round of 20 questions. That's all I've got to add. (laughs) That was fun. I hope you all had fun listening, and uh, we will catch you next week. So, my name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. Have an awesome nerdy week. Sayonara. Sayonara.